Please turn to Psalm 131. So I got a few questions before I read this psalm. How do you live your life towards God and others? Are you proud and boastful and claim to be a Christian? Nothing you will read this week or see on TV this week will promote humility other than reading God's Word. Amen. We as Christians should be known for our humility no matter our position in life. James 4.10 says, Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and He shall lift you up. This is a short psalm, but it doesn't mean it's not important. This is a gem in the psalms. There's much to be taken from it. I actually had an outline that was four pages long on three verses when the other ver- the psalms I've done have been much longer, much shorter outlines, and I had to trim it down just to try to keep it within the time. I'm going to read to you Psalm 131, but before that, I want you to, to gather this fact. There's 120 references of the words haughty, proud, and lofty in a negative manner in the Bible. Wow. Some would say that's redundant. No, I say that's God trying to tell us a message. Amen. He does not like haughty and proud people. Let me read to you Psalm 131. Lord, my heart is not haughty, nor my eyes lofty. Neither do I exercise myself in great matters or in things too high for me. Surely I have behaved and quieted myself. As a child that is weaned of his mother... My soul is even as a weaned child. (laughs) Let Israel hope in the Lord from henceforth and forever. Amen. I want to start with verse 1. Lord, my heart is not haughty. It's not haughty. Nor mine eyes lofty. It means looking up at things that are beyond his comprehension. Nor do I exercise myself in great matters. Things that are too high for him. He says, you know, if God wanted me to know it, I would know it. But these things are too high for me, so I'll let God deal with them. Yes. I would like to focus on two points. One, to hate haughty and lofty thoughts and desires. And to two, and second point would be to put our hope and trust in the Lord like mature Christians. Yes. The definitions for haughty is blatantly and disdainfully proud. That's pretty bold. The second is lofty, arrogantly and condescendingly superior in manner. Lord, forgive us all. We're born with it. As we'll read in the second verse, even as a child, unweaned child, we're going to scream and fret about it. Let's not do that as adults. The psalmist who wrote this was the farthest thing from haughty and lofty. And for the Lord to hear our prayers and supplications, we must come to Him with a humble heart, just, yeah, like, right, right. just like David did, and the Lord heard his prayers. Yes. Americans in 2016, let me chase a little rabbit trail. Americans in 2016 are the haughtiest generation that has ever lived, and we live among them. Yeah. But we must be separate. We must be an example in this country. Right. They think degrees, big houses, positions, fancy cars, toys, and the list goes on, make them better than those around them. That's not the case. They may think that's the case. America is filled with pride. I happened to do a little searching, and I looked up the happiest countries in the world by Forbes. I couldn't find America in the top ten. 
And I was thinking, aren't we the most blessed nation in the world? You want to know why? It's because of the pride that's in America. It's because of the unthankfulness that's in America. Let's not be this way. Let's be the opposite. Let's be examples and lights. Proverbs 18.12 says, Before destruction, the heart of man is haughty, and before honor is humility. This country doesn't have much honor, but we can all have honor if we humble ourselves before the Lord. Micah 6.8 says, He hath showed thee, O man, what is good, and what doth the Lord require of thee, but to do justly, and to love mercy, and to walk humbly with thy God. Emphasis right now on humbly with thy God. I'm going to give you three examples of humility in the Bible. These are three of my favorites. There's lots of them in there. I could have asked the pastor for the sermon to go through all the examples. The three I picked, first starting off with Joseph. Joseph was handsome, successful, and was a, held a high position in Egypt. His brothers tried to kill him. They didn't do that. They decided, we'll do something a little better. We'll sell him into slavery. Well, he trusted in the Lord. The Lord kept promoting him. Finally, his brothers had to come back to not knowing it was Joseph. They came back looking for food because their family was starving. Joseph toyed with them a little bit. To just You can see that after them doing as much as they did to him. But then, very soon after that, he wept yes. for them. Right. Yes. That's not a proud spirit, even though he could have been. He had money. He had all the food that he needed for Egypt and all the other surrounding countries. Right. He was humble, gave him his family his food, and even put more money in their sacks yes. and everything else. Now, we need to think to ourselves, if God puts us in a position where we can help others, even if they've done us wrong, we should. Yes. Right. We should yes. be humble like yes. Joseph. Right. The lesson from Joseph, do not use your position or advantages to be haughty or proud. Use them to help others. Second, David. This is very simple. Even the children should know this. David killed Goliath. He was a giant. He was, we would call, freakish tall. He would be, you know, he'd have to duck to get in this room. David was a young buck, good-looking, well-favored of the Lord. He killed him, although his big brothers and all these men, big men of war couldn't do it. They were afraid of this guy. Right. God says, what is this uncircumcised Philistine doing cursing my God? He went out there and killed him. Right. You'd imagine he'd be pretty proud, you know, coming back, holding this big old head and this big old sword, and Saul's like, Hey, what's your name? He doesn't say, yeah, I'm David, and I'm going to be important in this, in this place. No, he doesn't. He humbled himself, and he said, I am the son of Jesse the Bethlehemite. Yes. Right. Let me actually read the verse. First Samuel 17, 58, And Saul said unto him, Whose son art thou, thou young man? And David answered, I am the son of thy servant Jesse, the Bethlehemite. Son of a servant. When he just killed the person that was holding their entire army back. That's humility. Amen. Thank you, Lord. The lesson, do you use anything God has allowed you to do above others? If God's given you some talent or put you in a place to, to do something above others, do you take that 
and walk around with a prideful look and speech because of what the Lord's done for you? God forbid the Lord did it for you. Be humble about it. Psalms 75, verse 6 and 7, For promotion cometh neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. But God is the judge. He putteth down one and setteth up another. Amen. It wasn't. It was David, but it was through God that, yes. that David did that. Final example, the best example, the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. Could you have gone through 33 and a half years and known what was coming on Calvary in humility because your father asked you to do it? Right. I happen to be 33 and a half years old. I have not been as humble as the Lord. I can promise you that. But I beg the Lord to help me be more yes, humble like Lord. Him. Yes. When the crowd was mocking, He was quiet. But He could have nailed, uh, named every sin yes. of the person there. Right. He could have called 10,000 angels. He could have smashed crowns into those soldiers' heads. He could have buried nails in those dogs' bodies. But he did not, because he had to die for our sins. Right. Luke fourteen eleven. For whosoever exalteth himself shall be abased, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. Jesus Christ, right now, is exalted yes. on the right hand of God. Amen. Lesson, if the greatest man to ever walk on this earth could be the most humble, why can't we put away our pride and be the most humble and thankful Christians this world has ever seen. To be humble is to not walk around with your head down, sulking, and telling everyone how humble you are. (laughs) It happens. That's not the way to be humble. We need to be humble by being happy, joyful, thankful, and cheerful. But humility in our hearts towards God and toward everyone else. Some things that you may not consider to be prideful, but maybe you can think about them more as we go through this. I'll just name a few things. Talking about your children like they are more special than others. Discussing your job like it is more important than others. Flaunting money or accidentally sharing your net wealth. Mentioning your degrees when there is no need. Talking about dissatisfaction about any part of your life. Those are all prideful things, and we need to watch them. I'm capable of them, and we're all capable of them, but we need to smash those things. Anything that, we're, anything that the Lord's given us is of the Lord and not of us. Do you want to be honored God's way? Proverbs 15.33, The fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom, and before honor is humility. That's right. This does not say honor yourself, which is humility. It does not. Proverbs sixteen nineteen. Better is it to be of an humble spirit with the lowly than to divide the spoil with the proud. Yes. No one likes to be around a proud and arrogant person. God and men both want nothing to do with them. Here's some actions that we can uh, help us be more humble and less proud. One, pray to the Lord as children telling Him we are very ignorant and helpless and beg Him to make us more humble, and take those corrections that he shows us. Two, read God's word on humility. There are many verses in Proverbs, and there's great material on the website. Three, 
Look for examples of humility in the church and emulate them. I was going to call out names, but I was told that was not a good idea. Four, look for examples of proud people like the Pharisees and do not emulate them. Five, watch your speech and make sure everything you say is needed and humble. Six, watch your appearance and make sure it is not what the world wants to see, but what God considers humble. Could be short skirts or excessively expensive suits that you're trying to show the world that you're something. You're trying to show the world, oh, look what the Lord's, or look what I am. You're nothing. I'm nothing. Right. It's only the Lord that made us anything. Amen. Hey, check your thoughts, because your thoughts will turn into actions. If you keep your thoughts humble, yes. your actions will be humble. Right. The second part of the verse can be summed up in Proverbs 25, 6. Put not the... Not, Put not forth thyself in the presence of the king, and stand not in the place of great men. We are nothing without the, the Lord Jesus Christ making us his children. So why do we try to exercise in matters that are too great for us? Like we've been, my, my dad's been preaching on politics. There's things we don't understand. We don't need to understand. If God wanted us to understand it, we'd be in Congress or a president. We're not. Let's leave that to them. God will take care of it. So why should we consider ourselves something on this earth? We shouldn't. Mind your own business and look forward to the coming of the Lord. It'll give you much greater peace in worrying about all the things that we don't need to worry about. Verse 2. I'll go quicker on the next two because I've used a lot of time. Verse 2. Surely I have behaved and quieted myself as a child that is weaned of his mother. My soul is even as a weaned child. This verse continues with the thought of humility, of being like a child in certain aspects, but not an immature, crying child that knows nothing. Weaning is the change from needing full-time help of a baby that can't do anything to being able to feed yourself, take care of yourself, and growing both mentally and spiritually. David did not act like an unweaned child that was whining and fretting about everything, when he faced many enemies, yes. including Saul and all the other countries that were trying to destroy him and people that were trying to destroy him. He acted like a mature man, yet he was humble and calm. We need to be like children coming before the Lord and telling him that we are nothing and we need, we need him for everything. Mm-hmm. Matthew eighteen three says, Verily I said unto you, except ye be converted and, be, and become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. That means we don't need to be like the Pharisees with the scriptures on our heads and everything else. We need to come humbly before God and says, we're the basest. We love you, Lord. Teach us more, but teach us to be humble. This verse describes a child already weaned. A child unweaned or being weaned is Angry, frustrated, impatient, etc. We must grow up and not be impatient. Our hearts are desirous of worldly things. It cries for them. Our our inner man, not our renewed man, our inner man cries for these things. But by the grace of God, a soul that is made holy is weaned from these things like David. Let's wean our, our things from the world and all the, the pleasures and everything that's out there and go towards the, the more 
meteor matters like the Word of God. It's a disgrace to God and man to see unweaned adults that pout and get mad when everything doesn't go their way. That's right. This is not a Christian's life. Let's be more mature and trust in the Lord in all matters. Verse 3, let Israel hope in the Lord and henceforth and forever. This statement of hope must be connected to what went before. There must be strong connection of humility to hope. Yes. Rather than scream and react emotionally like an unweaned child, we should maturely trust God. Hope is patiently waiting for God's promises to be fulfilled. It does not get impatient and fret against the Lord. Mm -hmm. David wanted to teach humility and hope to his followers, like we should want to do with our children, our wives, anyone that we come in contact with, our fellow church members. We should want to teach them the hope that is within us. Let's not fret and complain, but rather hope in the Lord and be humble, waiting for His return. There's not a better life. The toys and all that's out there aren't going to make you happy. Be humble, wait for the Lord, and trust in Him. My conclusion is, this is a very short song. Two lessons. There's a godly maturity against pride and selfish ambition and calm behavior waiting on God. Let us be less proud and arrogant and more humble and selfless tomorrow. Think of others over yourself. This will accomplish a lot. Remember the examples of David, Joseph, and more importantly, the Lord Jesus Christ. Remember the actions we must take in praying, reading the Bible, seek examples to emulate, and remember most of all, remember that what you do shows signs of whether you're proud or you have a humble spirit. Thank you. Amen.